Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. Oh, sorry. I've got sidetracked here. It's Wade with Matt here on GeorgiaRadio.com. With the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Tuesday night, Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio show brought to you by Meeks Brothers Cow Company. Well, they got some good fine beef down there at Meeks Brothers. Let me tell you. Have you you seen what they're doing now? I mean, now you can buy it just about at any size that you want. Size, yes. Yes, they responded. That's one thing about a a company, a family-run, local, small, you know, company like them. Uh, they they are in touch with the customers and they and they try to meet their needs and yeah so they've responded to people that wanted to buy in smaller amounts and it's vacuum packed and sealed up you can put it in the freezer and keep it there for two or three years and it's still just that gum good as it was the mm. day it got there that's right well and I you know what they do great like job me. like me <laughs> just like you Wade people <laughs> like me yeah what's going on tonight the holidays are in full swing we're uh, we're smack dab now in the christmas season and i've been playing christmas music for you i don't know if you heard the dedication i made to you the other night i missed I, that i know Sorry, you love christmas music yeah like my brother he we just love christmas music yeah so I so my brother gets angry he's a grinch when it comes to christmas music we'll have to dedicate everything next week to randall uh, when we play yes, all the Randall Christmas Peebles. songs. Yeah. Here's right. another one <laughs> for Randall Peebles. Let's make Randall smile. Yes. Yeah. That's hard to do. No, we were playing a little bit of it here and there, but we're right in the middle of it. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Was it all fun at your house? I, listen, had a great Thanksgiving. You know how you, you know, I went to a, a, my sister's and, you know, I to, you, you invite people and you cook all that food and, and, Something always goes wrong. The food, the turkey's raw. Or, Something happens. You know, the oven break, the, the breaker clicks off, and you don't know it, and the oven's quit halfway through. Or somebody says something stupid or embarrassing or, you know. But it was a great. The food, all the food was wonderful, and, and uh, nobody did anything untoward. It was very uneventful and pleasant. It really was. For our family, it was, like, unheard of. Yeah. There wasn't any wrestling matches due to something somebody nope. said. Nobody, or, yeah. nobody slapped nobody. Uh, yeah, it was good. Nobody left nobody in a hurry. Threw, yeah. Nobody threw a plate of food. What? <laughs> 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 nobody. My, my daddy did one time. My daddy was. I, I guess he'd had a drink that day, but we had family over. My mama's <laughs> sister and her husband and <laughs> cousins were over. Mama made her famous chicken and dumplings. And daddy tasted his and. He looked at Mama and said, "I don't eat Mister Nobody's old gummy dumplings," and dumped his plate right over in hers. And oh gosh, yeah, I mean it was like, well, that just ruined the whole day for everybody, you know? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know, if you haven't been to a Thanksgiving where somebody throws a plate, have you really even done Thanksgiving? You know, you got to ask yourself that sometimes. What's the craziest Thanksgiving you've ever been to? Uh, you know, I really can't think of one. They've all been. Fairly uneventful. Um, I, I, even Christmas has been, you know, pretty uh, even keel. And, and uh, even back when I drank, and, and uh, we always, and other members of the family, we, we were on our best behavior on Christmas. Oh, man. Well, I've been to some fun ones. I'm not going to lie. I've been to some really interesting Thanksgivings. Not so much Christmas, but Thanksgiving. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Fun ones. 
Well, people always are afraid that there's somebody that's going to come that doesn't have the same political views. Maybe they're liberal and then the family's conservative and their family's con- or, or vice versa. And somebody's going to bring up politics and, and, you know, the presidential election or Congress or something or, and, and, uh, it's going to ruin it. But, uh, we always able to talk about stuff like that and laugh about it. Oh yeah. No, I agree. And, and every one of them that I've been to has always just been fun, but it's fun to see what different people do and, you know, traveling around. I've got a lot of friends that live all over the place and it's been fun. One of the most memorable thanksgivings we ever had was we went up uh we went up to new york city and new at, york city at the invitation of my my very dear friend mr nicholas DeChico. and if he's listening tonight he's he knows exactly what i'm going to talk about well that's a new york name right there oh uh, let me tell you nikki d great guy we went <laughs> we went over to his aunt lorraine's house and we had the most italian crazy thanksgiving you've ever had it was amazing. Really, really, truly, it was amazing. Uh, right in the heart of the city. So there must have been 50 people in her tiny little apartment, and there were no, there was no room to stand. You had to get in like a Pez dispenser between the table and the sofa. We were in the living room on the fold-out table, you know, and there were like nine people on one side of the sofa and nine people on the love seat, and it was, it was packed in there, but we had a great time. Just a... It, very, very memorable night. Makes me think. New York makes me think about the Seinfeld episode where the Festivus. Yeah, Festivus. You that? For the rest Festivus, of us. The, yeah. Festivus, the airing of grievances. The airing of grievances. How <laughs> <laughs> we could actually incorporate. Well, it was great. And, you know, Aunt Lorraine, God bless her. It was so much fun to, to get to talk to him. And we went to several that day, several of his aunts and uncles' houses. Uh, and, they, of course, pasta is the first course at any Italian you know, meal, and they serve you so much pasta that you think, I can't eat anything else. And then the turkey comes out, and then all of the trimmings come, and somehow you find room. I don't know how it happens. Of course, they got to roll you out of there, you know, but. Part of Thanksgiving is uh, eating too much and being miserable, and we did that. I was was quite miserable, and, uh, but I didn't eat enough that, you know, you know, uh, to be sick or anything, but I did uh, overdo it. I didn't overdo it this year. We we were we were in uh, we had we've had several Thanksgivings. We had one uh, here in Georgia, and then we we flew out west, and we had one there. And it was it was nice. It was nice out there. You know, you can't. You know, it's not Southern food. I don't want to say that, but right. You know, it's just not the same. Not the not even that. This was California. Just not the same. Oh, California. Just not the same variety. You know, they call it turkey, but it's made out of like God knows what. So, but no, it was it was a lot of fun. We a had a toe, good time. Toe, what do they call it? Tofurky or something? I, I don't Tofurky. know. Tofurky. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I didn't ask. You have to believe out. I say but, it wrong. But I'm looking forward to Bo I'm looking Turkey. forward to Christmas though. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. I am I am so ready for Christmas. It's just a I was thinking, favorite time of the year. Christmas. Um I was thinking I wrote this story a few years ago about the time and you know, I've never been known to have good sense. I really, I mean, that's one of my claims to fame is never having, I don't have good well, sense. Well, if you read the laxative story today on Georgia Folk and Farm Life, then, <laughs> then everybody that. listening knows that you don't have good sense. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Judy didn't see the humor in that story. No, <laughs> Why did you write that? That's a, that you, well, it, it was funny. Well, you didn't exactly have, well, you'd have to take poetic license, you know. You got you to gotta back up just a second, because I read that, and I, 
I spit my coffee out. I was laughing so hard this morning. <laughs> Seriously, one of the funniest things you've written in a while about you felt the need to take a laxative. For the first time in my life, I, I was probably 20-something, 30 years old, and I never had a laxative. And, you know, I, I didn't want – I was afraid of them. You know, like I know people have these horror stories about laxatives. So I asked my wife for one of those little tiny pills they take you – know, you know, I said they take about a handful, but she didn't really take about a handful. But they take them, women take them all the time. So it said, you know, it works gently while you sleep, but that's not good if you really a think female, about A female laxative. Like, yeah, I thought it was, you know, sweet and kind and <laughs> comfy. You know, it was like a warm blanket right. around you and you know, you mm. gently be relieved. But mm. there was nothing <laughs> gentle about it. Like I said, I, like I, a thunderstorm like in the night. <laughs> Chitlin at a gut slinging contest. <laughs> well, you, you yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying about Christmas. I'm sorry. I I got. Oh yeah. Well, it, I, 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 this story is back during the archives in Georgia folk and farm life. But here, uh, we we our house had a cathedral ceiling and beams across it. You know, it had tall ceiling. It was one big big stone fireplace. Beautiful room, living room, and kitchen dining area together. Oh, there's Brian. He's right on time. Yeah, yeah. he's right on time. Just put him on the Hello. phone. Hello. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know, I sarcastically sent Brian a text this afternoon. I said, are you going to call during the radio show? And he said, probably, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, there Brian. There he is. Hey, what's <laughs> We're just uh, jawing about uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. I have no idea about. Yeah. Do what? Yeah, well, that's, that has nothing. Listen, good Georgia country folks don't have to have any knowledge to express an opinion. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> None at all. That, it's not a. There you go. Love it. All right. We got to tell Brian to call my number from right. now on so we can put him on the air. You know. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Bye. That's Brian's weekly that. call. He, he always Brian's forgets part. that you're on the radio. He, he, he does. And that, like tonight, that was a setup tonight because I did taunt him this afternoon. About to call it. you. And of course, he's going to call you. Yeah, I said, you're not going to call the radio show tonight, are you? Yeah, probably. I'll probably do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian's a great guy. He is a great guy. Got a good son, too. And he's yes, a, what a great thing. An Why ordained minister now. Yes. After yeah. Two weeks he's been since he's been ordained, and he, and he's great. All right, had a great future. You got to finish. The, right, you got to finish the Christmas story in the in the last yeah, four minutes uh, of this segment. And Conway is gnawing at my hand, want me to scratch his head. So I've, I'm having to do forty things here. But anyway, uh, yeah. So we had a we we would always get a decent size Christmas tree. Well, Judy and Carl Carl was young, and we, we went to a boggy gut Christmas tree farm, and we went out there and I. They had a nice selection of trees, and uh, you know, I, one old tree by itself over there that was from the area that had been cut over a few years before, and it was one tree that didn't sell for some reason that season, and it had just left grow. And I, I, I you know, like the, ah, you know, where yeah. the light shine from heaven down on it, and it's got a halo. I said, this is a perfect tree, and 
it was huge. It, I mean, this like loggers could get would bite that tree, you know. Yeah. And I said, Judy, look at that tree. That's too big. We don't need a tree. Yes, we do. It's the perfect tree. I was like Peter Griffin or something, you know, on, on the Family Guy. I was just <laughs> you, were, you were taken with the tree. It was that tree, or you were going to set it up yeah, it, outside if you had so to. The the guy tried to talk me out of it. He said, you don't want that tree. It's too big. No, it's not. Well, I'm there. At the time, I had a Nissan extended cab four-wheel drive pickup. Oh, gosh. No, wait a minute. <laughs> I think I remember this story, but keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, well, I, I insisted, Judy, the whole time, it's your you're, you're an idiot. We don't need that tree. It's too big. It's half as big as that. No, it's perfect. I love, I was just enthralled with this tree. And and I got the guy, he had to get a bigger chainsaw than the one he was using, you know, and, and cut it down. This is a serious it was tree. Too, they tried to push it through that big pipe thing, that sewer pipe thing that has a net on the end. And right. Like a giant condom, yeah. you know, and they pulled yeah. up. And it, it got stuck in there. It was too big. And they got it back out. Well, it was dinged up, but it, I still was enamored of it. And I said, it'll do, don't worry. So we tie it to my truck and we look like a, you know, a family of gypsies moving, you know, on a Sunday afternoon after right. rent been due for two months. Oh Every, my gosh. Seriously. I had to ride my head out the window to see this tree was so huge. It was, we look like a giant Christmas tree on wheels going right. down the road. Going down the road. So we bring it home and at the, at the house, I had closed in the screen porch and it was full of antiques and collectibles. Well, it was a beautiful room and sunroom. And you had to go in and then take a hard lift to go in mm. the living room. And Uh-oh. and we had to move, remove about all the contents of the breakable stuff. And and it took us – we snatched it on a tree and got it in. And it was so big it was tearing up the door jam. We had to put staple cardboard to the door jams to make it flow easier. I cannot and imagine finally, why Judy divorced you. No, well, this had a lot to do with it. And um, (laughs) (laughs) we got it in the house, and I had bought the biggest Christmas tree stand that could be had and put it in it, and it just warped it and bent it over. So I had to put it in a five-gallon bucket, and I had to take a log chain and wrap around it and use fence staples to nag it to the wall. It was still leaning. And we (laughs) just had to go back down and buy, like, 12 more sets of lights more because we didn't have – we yeah. had years worth of lights and ornaments and stuff that we accumulated, but it was like maybe for oh. a third of that tree, rest right. naked. Right. So we finally got it, you know, and it was too, you couldn't get under there to put water in it. And it died soon enough, well before Christmas. And, you yeah. know, those ads, you know, uh, public yeah. safety announcements right. about, you know, oh, yeah, it was a fire hazard. Mm. Well, it, Christmas came and went, and it was, we had red and black. Shag carpet, mm. and in that room, and it was getting needles everywhere. You could, and so finally, it was well after Christmas, and I had not. It was still there, dead. Just, one of y'all got to go. You that tree or you? <laughs> so on a Sunday, I'm not making this up. I said, "You and Carl go to your daddy's house and spend the day. I'll get rid of the tree." And so when they left, I'm just standing there like, there's no way. It was too stiff. It, it was, it was, rigor mortis had set in. Pat. This tree wouldn't bend. It wouldn't kill. And it wouldn't go back out the way it came. Yeah. So, so I had, I opened all the windows, got my chainsaw. No, you didn't. And laid down old bed sheets and drug it over the middle of the room. And I cut it up no. and threw it out the window piece by piece. 
<laughs> with the logging chain. And even chain. though I put down two king-size bed sheets, they were yeah. still half the And that's why in the divorce settlement, uh-huh. I had to put that pay for new carpet and floor covering in that because room. Because of the tree. Well, you know, I think I, th- I think you got a deal. Don't tell Judy that. She's probably listening right now. But anyhow. It sure was pretty, though, while it lasted. You and Miss Judy are still very close friends. And yes, yes, yeah, we, we are. Yeah, your we wife emeritus. But Judy, yes. no, nobody nobody blames She's you. She's a saint. Yeah, She's no, a saint. Yes, nobody blames you. I can't believe you cut she, it down. How did you, how did you not smoke out the house with... Oh, it was full of smoke. Yes, yeah, the house. And chain but it was a cool, breezy and, day, and I opened all the windows and oh my had to take the window screens off. And when I got, I threw it all out. When I got outside, I'm like, "This is a whole load of pulpwood." This, <laughs> this. It's a load of pulpwood. All right. Well, one of the best decisions you've ever done in your life is is get to know Steve Meeks, and uh, we, we yes. probably ought to take a quick commercial break, yes. and then yes. uh, come back and finish your show. How about that? Yep. Sounds like a winner to me. Hi, this is Wade Peebles from Georgia Folk and Farm Life Radio. I'm here to tell you about Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. And you don't have to worry about supply chain issues or where your beef comes from. Do what I do and call Meeks Brothers Cattle Company today. You can get a whole, half, a quarter, any amount of beef you want. Good quality beef. Vacuum packed. Lasts up to three years in your freezer. It's grass-fed, grain-finished, made to order. Visit Meeks Brothers Cattle Company on Facebook today and tell them Brother Wade sent you. And that's Meeks Brothers Cattle Company. Thank you. I know you can hear me, and so can your customers. Lots of people don't take kids seriously. Well, listen up. Advertising on Georgia Radio is seriously easy and affordable. Visit georgiaradio.com slash advertise or, better yet, call the station. So let's talk. Your customers are listening, and so is my mom. Hi, Mom. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. Enjoying the country music. 
Well, here we are, back again from the break of the show, and we're having a good time, Matt and I talking about Thanksgiving, Christmas. Your big old Christmas tree. Conway is attacking you right now, too. we got to release the video version of this podcast so people can see Conway and what he's doing. And y'all get to see me in my Walmart clothes. Yeah, you got your Georgia Folk and Farm Life shirt on. Hey, if people want to get that for Christmas, how can they do it? How can they? Uh, uh, well, get a, what we'd want to have them, they get them from Brian and Crystal Sparks. They have to order them from from um, them and, and, and a message uh, Crystal or BC BC Sparks. I think this is the way it's listed. But well, I'll put that up there. Yeah, you ought to. Uh, we've got hats left and shirts, and yeah, we we'll make a new batch for the gathering coming up on March 11th, and that's going to be great. We'll talk about that for a minute. You got to get uh, before that too. January 28th, our old-time radio hour. Oh, yes, in you Griffin. Can, you can do that, yeah, up in Griffin. For the folks I up north, if you live north of Atlanta or just right there in the mid-state, come to that one January 28th. Is Sister Connie yes. going to be able – I've been wanting to ask you about that. Is Sister Connie going to be able to come? Do we know? To, to the uh, uh, old-time radio hour? Yeah. We got I don't know. I haven't asked We'll, we'll, we'll I, figure I that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. figure that out. She will be there for the – doing the music at the uh, at March the, 11th. March gathering. 11th gathering. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a great time. That's going to be uh, the annual Georgia Folk and Farm Life uh, Facebook group gathering in conjunction with – my 15-year sobriety birthday, which is March the 10th, so on the, that's on Friday, the following day on the 11th at New Begins in Christ in Garfield. We're going to have a gathering, and, and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be a great event. We're going to have a good time with that. I'm looking forward to it. March the 11th. going to be fun. Also, if, if you uh, didn't see, I posted this week about a need that New Begins in Christ uh, they've been uh, built. All the men build all the buildings and do everything at New Beginnings in Christ. They they don't hire contractors. Have been everything that's ever been built there is built by the guys in the program. And God always sends. It, Don Laxon, who and his wife Joanna founded the program, and Don passed on uh, in December of last year. But um, he was a great friend, a great mentor. Um, used to when I helped run the program years ago. Uh, we never asked the men when they when they came to be interviewed about coming. We didn't ask them uh, what they did for a living because it was fun. You can have fun with God. You can. Yeah. God makes things fun. So we would have fun, just step back, and every time we needed, if we needed a brick mason, how many brick masons are there anymore? Young, I mean, you don't see them, you're not many. If we need a brick mason, we didn't have to ask guys, are you a brick mason, are you a brick mason? A brick mason would come, apply to come to the program that would be battling addiction and needing help. That we would allow them into the program, then we'd find out here's the heat and air man we need, here's the brick mason we need, here's the plumber, here's the carpenter, here's the electrician, here's the welder, here whatever we needed, God would send them. Mm. And I saw that happen so many times uh, that it was kind of a we would we would just purposely not ask them, and then just get so much joy when we find out God had come through once again and uh, sent the right guy. You know, he always sends the right people. He well, I, would agree, I would agree with that. Hands yeah. down. And I, what a yeah. great place to to get involved in. Well, what I was saying, there, go, the, go down they're there building the children's church was adjacent to the chapel. And it's going there's a there's an apartment upstairs for a staff member that um, will be living there. And the chapel downstairs, and, and more restrooms, which is needed for the church. And that ch- building is closed in; it's finished on the outside, but inside is not. It's a, it's a, so I asked 
the members of the group to donate. And that information is on, on in the featured section of Georgia Folk and Farm Life. And already, I mean, we haven't, I haven't received, you know, uh, been to the post office yet. And that time, I think it was Sunday when I posted that. So in the next few days, I'm just going to go say there's going to be an overwhelming response of our members giving to New Beginnings in Christ. And again, they, they will um, in March we will do a fundraiser as you know, ask people to donate who can, and, and because they always open it up to us. If yeah. we need to use their facilities, they do it, and they don't charge. They won't take any money, and they they help cook, serve the food. Do all waiting on all, it's, it's they take care of us, um, and they've done that to me. Um, they've never told me no about anything. Anything I ask of that ministry, if I need a ride, if I'm in Savannah and my log truck breaks down, who do you say? I call New Beginnings and say, Look, Wendell, Mike, whoever I'm, I'm broke down here, somebody's on the way. Wow. They, they send somebody after me. If I need anything, they do that. Whatever, they've never told me no, and that's just such a God blessed place mm. and a bunch of people. Yeah. They, you can just tell when you're down there the work that they do. It is. It's amazing. So if you could come to the gathering, you I promise you we'll have a good time. Yeah. I no. got an invitation today from my neighbor, uh, I'll say Randy and Robin Kennedy. They're great people. They just saw the earth, just wonderful people. And Randy uh, invited me to go to their his wife's family reunion down in Tattano County at Jones Lake at the old gristmill facility there and Saturday. I don't know if I'll be able to go, but I, if I, I if I can, I'm gonna try to make that happen. I'm not much on going anywhere, you know stop, that. Stop right there now. Don't don't, don't don't lead these people on now. You you have are you gonna go or not? I don't know. I you don't know. You don't, know you don't know. Scheduled for Saturday. Uh-huh. I don't know. You you had something scheduled for Saturday? Is that what you said? I did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if I can get out of it, I'm going to go. You, you're looking, y'all don't can't see Matt's face. Uh-huh. You look so skeptical, like uh-huh. you ain't going yeah. nowhere. And I am. I'm a hermit of homebody. Uh-huh. And, and Matt knows that. I, it's hard to get me out. You you told CB Adams, our buddy Chris Adams, that the other day. You said, oh, I, I didn't know it was that day. I didn't. I did not know that uh-huh. it was even coming up. I mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. The, the fam, their fam, Adams. I didn't. In the past, he's invited me, and and uh, you know, uh, but he didn't. <laughs> he he, if he told me it was coming up, I didn't catch that. You didn't, yeah. Well, okay. I promise you. I hope we, we see you down. Go, We're gonna see you down Chris there. Chris Adams, yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Turtleman. His own Facebook is CV because he had to change. He used to be Chris uh, Adams Turtleman, but he had to change it to. Whatever, probably got hacked or whatever a few years ago. But anyway, Chris. So are you going to be guy. there on Saturday? You're going to take some pictures. I don't know. And you're going to send yeah, them to I, us? If I, yeah, I'm going to invade somebody's family reunion. I think I'm you not, should. You know, they might not even, I might, they might run me off. I bet they have some I goodies. I knew a guy that used to go, um, he'd, <laughs> he'd go over to George L. Smith Park sometimes, him and a buddy of his, and when they would see one of these family reunions under the, in those, uh, screen enclosures with the yeah. picnic tables is rent. People have events. We had my 10-year sobriety birthday there. Brian Sparks and them surprised me with that. And they would go there and just ride through. And if they saw a family <laughs> a family re, you know, reunion or whatever, they, they would just stop and walk in. And and ever, nobody's going to challenge you and say, well, who are you? What are you doing here? They, they, they think, well, that must be, I don't know them, but they must be part yeah. of the family or whatever. And they would eat and visit and leave, and they would get a great meal, you know, that way. <laughs> and a T-shirt a lot of times, too. Yeah, you, sure, yeah, you, you go to a Southern family, you're going to get a T-shirt. Yeah. What yeah. size you want? Yeah. What size Hello, cousin. 
So good yeah, to it see. Was good. And they say in, around here, when I was younger, people would say cutting. Hmm. Uh, Eddie would say cutting Talmadge or cutting uh, so-and-so. He'd never say cousin. Did they have that in Texas? Mm-mm. No. Everybody's related. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but they weren't cousins. No. No. Yeah, Just cousins. Or Georgia word. Yeah. Put a Z in it, though. Cousins. The Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cousins. C-U-D-D-A-N. Cousin. Cousin yeah, so-and-so. There's a, a staccato to the speech down there that you don't have here. Everything's a little slower. You say that word to somebody around here, they'll cut you. Yeah, well, it's true. The speech. Staccato. There's a you staccato. You me, in... you two of them. <laughs> <laughs> my mama used to say, if you cussing me, you two of them. Yeah, and don't don't so, say that down at Ricky Hooks. Don't be saying staccato too much around here. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I could hurt you if I find out. Yeah. You know? There you go. Which makes me, I, I don't know why it thinks me, uh, reminds me of a, a, if any of you ever uh, read uh, Shepherd of the Hills, it was set in Ozark mm-hmm. Mountains. That was a famous book in the early 1900s. It outsold the Bible during a short time. It was the best-selling book. And my sister Connie, they had the Shepherd of the Hills outdoor drama out there at Branson. And on the actual farm that old Matt named Molly lived on, with their old log had everything as part of the set of the outdoor theater, my sister Connie played, she's an actress too, and she, she's done some great things. But she played Aunt Molly in that uh, outdoor drama for several seasons. And uh, one of my favorite lines in the in the book and in the story was this. So it was set in the late 1800s, or early 1900s, rather, in the Ozark Mountains. And this um, local boy, that most everybody was poor. This one local boy, his daddy had money. I don't remember what business, but he had a little money. And he bought him an automobile that was when they were first came out, like 1904, you know, and it was an open car. But it was a big old guy. He was a big old knocker, as they say, and he was the, the bull of the woods up there on that mountain. And they both were sweet on the same gal. Mm. And that little prissy little boy that had the car, uh, they ran up together on Mountain Road. Big guy was on his mule, and, that little, and they got off, and, and uh, he was a tiring big big guy, this was, and that little, little dandy, little prissy dude in the car. And they, they had words, and the little guy pulled out a derringer and pointed it at him. The old big guy just reached over there and took it and threw it off as far as he could off the mountainside. He said, boy, I just done you a favor. He said, ever shot me with that little pop gun, and I ever found out about it, I'd have whipped your butt. <laughs> should never shot me with that little pop gun. <laughs> and, I ever found, and if I ever found out about it, yeah, like he might not even be right. aware that he'd been shot with a little gun that small. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what made me think of that. Uh, that that was a good. If you've never read Shepherd of the Hills, get the book and read it. It's a it's a really it's a great story behind. It. The man that wrote it was a preacher in Chicago, and he had bad health, and his his uh, doctor sent him down to the Ozarks for his help. And he stayed on that farm and rented a little cabin from those people. Old Matt and Aunt Molly. He spent a summer there, and he wrote that story when he went back home. Wow. The Shepherd of the Hills. So get that book, Shepherd of the Hills. Good, good stuff. All right. Yep. Next week, we had a great you had a great guest two weeks ago that we took last week off for Thanksgiving. What do we have next Clayton week? Clayton Hackle. Yeah, Clayton Hackle. I, I don't know. I hadn't decided. We, uh, we've got several people on the back burner that uh, I need to talk to. And, and Brian and, uh, Sparks is going to be on, though. We know that. Well, that will be a special guest appearance here. Yeah. There you go. You know, we need to have Faye back on. We do need to have. That would be a great. Yeah. Uh, Faye would be. A, I mean, we got to check in with Miss Faye before Christmas. So, 
We will. All right. All right. I'll talk to her. All right. Listen, I love y'all, and I've enjoyed tonight's show, and we hope y'all have two. Uh, join us every Tuesday night, 730 to 8, and we're on the podcast on georgiaradio.com. Get the My Radio, uh, Georgia Radio, My Georgia Radio app on your phone. Listen to classic, wonderful, old-school country music 24-7. Matt, me, others, a lot of good stuff. Check us out. Love y'all. Thank you. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.